Identify yourself. 94.3 WRHD HD1, Farmville Greenville. The exclusive home for Pirate Athletics. 94.3 The Game. It's 5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. We've got breaking news to start the PJ Show here today. Breaking news. This just in. Breaking news. This is a special report on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Here's Patrick Johnson. Everyone, a little breaking news for you. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the Senate has given final approval to the sports betting bill. The House will concur. Online sports gambling in North Carolina less than a week away from passing the state legislature. House Speaker Tim Moore said so today. Now, this is a little bit of an about face. That was reported late yesterday where Moore said uh, that he did not think uh, that uh, the House would concur with the Senate changes that were made to the bill. and They were pretty significant. So legal online sports betting is closer than ever to becoming reality in North Carolina. The Senate giving the final approval today of House Bill 347. It was a 37-11 vote. Moore says that the House will agree to the changes in the other chamber. The bill has to be signed by the governor to become law, and that could happen sooner than later, uh, I am told. Moore's statement represents a change in sentiment, according uh, to this article I'm reading from, from the previous day when the Senate first passed the measure. Uh, the uh, House bill passed the le- or the House passed that legislation back in March, you might remember. Uh, the Senate made significant changes to the bill, including gambling on horse racing and in-person betting at certain facilities, an increase in tax rate. The bill allows for professional college and other sports, including horse racing, be uh, to begin uh, to have wagers placed no later than January, no sooner rather than January 1st. Uh, the state will award 12 operator licenses and tax operators gross gaming revenue at 18%. This is uh, estimated, uh, the project is, uh, projects, projections, I should say, estimate more than $6.6 billion to bet in the state in the next three years, tax revenue could eclipse $100 million by the fifth year. Uh, state's budget for this is roughly $30 million. Uh, they do have to get uh, humping if they want to get this uh, done uh, by uh, that January 8th deadline. Uh, and uh, the Lottery Commission is going to be uh, involved in it. That uh, That is something that I heard uh, way back uh, a while ago, and that there was a lot of confidence from a lot of people that there was going to be sports gambling because all of the mechanisms uh, were uh, being uh, bantied about and put in place with state officials and and state government. and uh, So there was a real push to get this done. Uh, Athletic departments at several institutions, including East Carolina, will get $300,000 annually. That was added. ECU was to that. Uh, Charlotte was also included in that, and as was App State. So, you know, that's a great thing for East Carolina. Uh, might we see that number go up down the road? Who knows? But uh, it is a good thing for uh, the East Carolina to join that group of schools that is getting 300 large a year. And look, 
uh, in this uh, arms race that is college sports, every uh, every little bit uh, helps. So that's the breaking news. Brian Murphy, WRAL Sports investigative reporter. He's been all over this. He's been on the show to talk about it. He's going to be with us uh, later on in the program. In fact, I think next segment we're going to get him on the phone Woo! and uh, get the very latest with this. Uh, also today, the legendary Ronald Vincent will uh, run through some of the Rose uh, sponsors. We'll have Rose Baseball in the state championships for you uh, coming up on uh, Friday night, 8 o'clock on Talk 1037 WTIV. We've got Pirate Baseball coming your way tomorrow, too. Uh, that is also at 8 o'clock, or rather, uh, that's 7 o'clock, actually, first pitch, isn't it, Cookie? Is it 7 or 8? It's is seven. that uh, it's for a seven. J. Trose? Yeah, ECU? too many. Yeah, no, no, this is ECU. It's yeah, there's, there's too much uh, going on right now. East Carolina with the 7 o'clock first pitch time uh, in Game 2 of the Charlottesville Regional. Uh, and uh, that will be the number 15 team in the land uh, going uh, to a regional for the 33rd time. We'll preview that coming up in just a little bit. Cookie, you heard from him there, the great uh, Chris Cook Woo! with us today. Here's a real one. Woo! <laughs> Cookie uh, rocking the Skinner shirt today. Oh yeah, I like it. My dad got it for me. I was like, I was like, this is a great shirt. It is a great shirt. It's got a vintage look about it. You know, I'm gonna wear that uh, to the concert on the Commons when uh, Tuesday's Gone comes. Right. My guy Ryan King, the lead singer. Oh, you know him that. personally. I do. Yeah. I oh, know Ryan, dude, I, uh, personally. I saw them when they played at. Uh, do you know Pantana Bob's, the bar downtown? Mm-hmm. They, they were no, so never good. Heard of it. Uh, uh, they were so good. I went up. Yes, to them I've and heard I was, of it. Cookie, come on. I was like, dude, I'm not that out of I it. I was like, dude, you're a legend, man. He was like, oh, thank you. You can He's tell he gets guy. it all the time. Yeah, Ryan's a good guy. I know Ryan well. We might get him that week uh, to be on with us. That would be awesome. Uh, and he likes sports. He's a sports fan too. So. Um, let's see here. I'm, I'm thumbing through things here. Uh, this email can be a little confusing. Hey, I want to, uh, Cookie, I want to, to say something here that I, I you know, I'm not going to apologize, but I'm going to say something here, all right? All right. I got a little, uh, I was a little dubious this morning when the great big hen, Henry Hinton, the legend Award winner, the uh, Hall Broadcast Hall of Famer. I mean, his his superlatives are. I mean, you can't compare them to anybody's, right? I mean, they're just. Oh, you tremendous. don't got to convince me. Yeah, that's the guy. He was talking about how cold it was this morning, and I was thinking to myself, "Come on, geezer." Oh no! He's I hope you didn't say cold. that to him. No, no, I was thinking, <laughs> okay. I, I, so many words I said it, but I was thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. And so I did the show. Uh, I had to go and do some uh, things this morning. And uh, we're watching my brother's dog right over there, Cooper, for a couple weeks. Cooper. Cooper's the dog's name. Wonderful little dog. Love Cooper. He... Uh, I had to run him out before we went to before I went and left to go on my uh things I had to do, my appointments, my things I needed to get done this morning. The old man's doctor's appointments for the people that don't know you. Yeah. No, nothing like that. It was just it was work related stuff, you know, trying to get some things in order. And 
I take Cooper out for a little bathroom break before I leave, you know, because he's going to be right. there for a while right. by himself. And it was, damn if it wasn't cold out there. I got cold out there. I had to put on a uh, jacket. You saw me uh, a little earlier, and I had the jacket on. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. Was it was cold. a little chilly today. I was, I was very cold today. But you know what makes that even more interesting? Uh, I have a feature mm. on iPhone where it shows you st- pictures you t- uh, like have taken one year ago from whatever day it is. One year ago today was 97 degrees and completely sunny outside. What in the world is going See, on? See, we... I, it's hashtag climate change, according I to I guess so. Whoever's listening. Um, so we got the Pirates tomorrow. Uh, they will be playing uh, at uh, the UVA Regional, the number seven national seed. Virginia kicks off the tournament at noon tomorrow from Charlottesville against uh, number four seed Army in the Charlottesville Regional. The Pirates and Sooners will be playing on ESPN2, the Deuce, and... Uh, Adish Shroff and Devin Thomas Ooh. will be handling the broadcast. Of course, 94-3 the game. Scooter Rogers on the radio call. So you can listen to that right here beginning at 645. Charlottesville Regionals paired with uh, the Conway Regional, Coastal, Duke, UNCW, Ryder. Here's the thing about Coastal. Their top two pitchers have gone down. Uh, did so prior to their conference tournament. And I don't know if they're going to be back for this. I, the indication is there's not. Now, Duke's got a tough one with UNCW because Randy Hood's bunch is really scrappy. But, uh, you know, some hay could be made here for the Pirates, but they've got a – they're going against a team that's got some arms, very aggressive on the base paths in Oklahoma. Uh, Pirates will start Trey Savage. 6-1, 280 ERA. He'll be opposed by left-hander Braden Carmichael, who's 7-0 and this season. For the Sooners, 315 his earned run average. This is the first time that uh, they have ever met one another, the Pirates and the Sooners, on the diamond. ECU did face uh, off of the Big 12 team in the Greenville Super Regional last season. We all remember Texas losing two of three to one of Oklahoma's uh, chief rivals. Uh, Pirates uh, come in. With a record of 45 and 17, the Sooners enter with a record of 31 and uh, 26. So uh, we will come in and uh, bring you coverage tomorrow. Uh, I will also be out tomorrow. I'm calling uh, state championship games this weekend, and uh, Mike Mullis is going to be with me. We're going to be in Holly Springs. We get the 1A and 2A series. There's Cooper barking at somebody. And uh, the two. Uh, Quite down. <laughs> that's that's the two. <laughs> you have to see this dog. I, oh, I, yeah, I haven't seen what he looks like. I I might if I could get him to come over here. It sounds like I he's might, busy I might with him. other stuff. Yeah, he's 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 barking right now, as you hear. Um, so, um, Molly and I will be doing that. We will unfortunately not be where roses. We thought we were going to be where the rampants are. They're going to be in Burlington. And uh, all of that gets underway tomorrow uh, coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. There will be a game before that at 5, but that game should be well over by the time uh, the uh, Pirates, or the uh, Rampants, rather, uh, play. All right, uh, let me see. I've lost this again here, uh, and I've got to mention this. This is our people who are uh, involved in the Bobby B. Bop 
the uh, radio coverage. Ah, oh, here it is. Uh, Rose, West Henderson, Talk 103.7 WTIB, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, 2 p.m. Saturday. Those are the guaranteed games. It could be an if game after. Uh, Croft Massey, Jackson Searles, brought to you by Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center, Meridian Park Apartments, the Gavigan Agency, J.H. Rose Athletic Foundation, Wells Fargo Advisors in Greenville Stadium Sports, the law firm of Hardy, Massey, and Blodgett, Caraway Office Solutions, the Tire Realty Group, Dr. Brian Vinson and Dr. Trey Harris of Vinson Family Dental in Winterville. Pitt County Schools is also uh, signed on. And I know there was one more added today. The sales team's uh, been all over this and done a fantastic job with it. Uh, and I don't have it here in front of me, so my uh, sincere, sincere apologies. Let me see. There we go. Yeah, that, well, that was that. They added Vincent Family Dental. So there you go. That's the uh, group uh, here uh, bringing you that and uh, maybe more to come if uh, any were uh, sold today. All right. Uh, thanks to all those sponsors, by the way. Uh, very, very proud of this uh, group of uh, young guys. We're going to hear from RV coming up in just a little bit. All right. I have rambled uh, effectively to find that cookie. And uh, we will calm down Cooper. We will get uh, you set up for a, uh, an update. Again, the big breaking news is the Senate giving their final approval to legalize mobile sports betting in North Carolina. Uh, Brian Murphy will give us the deets. Investigative sports reporter for WREL has been all over this story at the state capitol, and he will join us. Uh, to talk about it next. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm very ready. Okay, ready? You ready? Streaming to the world at 943thegame.com. This is the Patrick Johnson Show. Now in all his glory, here's the P-Man. The big breaking news that we brought you, of course, uh, courtesy of our great friend Brian Murphy. We've got him on the phone now, investigative sports reporter uh, from WRAL, who is an OG in the sense that he's been on top of this story and with us uh, when uh, time allows to report on it. And we really appreciate it. We're here, it appears, Brian. We're here. Legalized sports gambling in North Carolina on mobile apps and at sports books. It's, we're on the precipice. We're on the cusp. <laughs> we're very close. We're very close. The Senate approved uh, the bill, gave its final approval for the bill today. And the House, uh, importantly, says they will concur with the changes that were made in the Senate. Uh, Governor Cooper has indicated he'll sign, sign sports gambling legislation. And so... Once all that's done, then then the real work begins. The lottery commission has to to get to work uh, giving out these twelve licenses, and um, sports gambling in the state could start as soon as January eighth. But I but I do caution that the, the bill also gives the lottery commission up to one year after the bill becomes law to uh, to, to get the activation up and running. So yeah. we <laughs> that's a, that's a long grace period, right? We, it could be January eighth. It could be sometime in June. Of 2024, I, I think we'll be closer to the January 8th date, but um, just for those people itching a bet, I want to I want to let you know that it could be up to a year from now. Well, the, uh, the other part of this, Brian, would seem to be uh, just in time for the Super Bowl, so that that would probably be the push to to have this installed prior to the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, no doubt the operators want to go tomorrow. I mean, right. Um, yeah, right. You know, right. the operators, I, I'm sure, would love to have January first. You hit all those big bowl games. Um, yeah, good point. But and and more NFL playoffs and all that stuff. You know, the operators are the ones who who really want to go. The lottery commission has been asking for, hey, we're not quite sure what it's going to take to get this up and running. 
you know, there's a lot of criteria for vetting these applications. Certainly, you know, you would think applications from FanDuel and DraftKings would be fairly easy. They've, they've gotten approval in, in 30 states or so by now. Um, but, but there are dozens and dozens of these operators and you have no idea how many are going to fly to these 12 licenses. Uh, you know, um, the bill does say that if you have a partnership with an in-person, you know, with a, with an in-state facility, that that, all that information needs to be recorded on your application. And so it may take some time for, for these books to cement partnerships with the Panthers or, or the Hurricanes or Charlotte Motor Speedway. So, you know, there, there will be some time needed to, to put all these things together, I think. Would just for some clarification, um, there's not a Hurricanes game or an NC State game or what have you. Could you still walk up theoretically to the PNC Arena and place a bet if, if it were like a random Tuesday? Yes. Yeah, so the, okay. this book, the the bill authorizes sports books. You know, I, previously I called them sports lounges because you would still have to bet on your phone. Um, you know, which you can do from anywhere. So these sports lounges would be at the facilities and have lots of TVs and be cool spots, but they w- you wouldn't be able to bet in person. Well, this the newest bill and the one that passed the Senate today includes in-person betting at these mm-hmm. sports facilities. There's eight of them across the state um, or, or eight venues that are allowed to have it. We'll see how many actually put them in, but uh, these would be in-person facilities. If you were on a random Tuesday, wanted to go and place a, a wager on the Hurricanes, or you were on the road, or you wanted to, to bet on a on a pro football game or whatever. You can walk into the the sports book facility and, and bet twenty dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever the case may right, be. Right, right. Do you think this will go and make its way out? In other words, will we? Because there was a, there, there's been murmurs about casinos. Are we headed down that road? You think we? Yeah, we are definitely headed down that road. Now, whether that bill gets passed this session or, or something they revisit, lawmakers revisit in the future, but, um, you know, already before this bill is, is even out the door, they're already talking about, you know, these, what they're calling entertainment districts, but are basically casinos, uh, in sort of economically distressed parts of the state. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, you know, at least four is what, is, is what the rumor is. There is no bill on that yet, but, but I think one is coming. And they want to roll that together with possible video lottery terminals, which um, under under a bill that's been proposed in the state legislature would be uh, would allow six to ten of these in every bar and restaurant or gas station. Anybody with a a, a liquor license, any or not a not a liquor an license, ABC but an ABC license, li- yeah, an ABC license. So um, the expansion of gambling in North Carolina is coming and it's coming fast. Um, I think the proponents of sports betting, particularly online sports betting, want to get their bill out the door and not get it tied up with everything else because I think the bigger it gets, you're going to, you're going to lose some supporters. I mean, right, there right. might be supporters who would vote for sports betting because it's kind of small, kind of niche, something you really got to seek out, but might not be comfortable with video lottery terminals or might not be comfortable with, you know, full Vegas style casinos all around the state. WRAL sports investigative reporter. Brian Murphy is with us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Let me. So the Speaker of the House, Tim Moore, was saying yesterday, quoted as saying, and, and you reported on this, that the the Senate and the the House were not in agreement. They weren't going to be in agreement after this passed the first reading. What changed in that twenty four hours? <laughs> well, I, you know, Speaker Moore said that he just got he read his notes wrong, is what he told us. <laughs> okay, um, wow. But uh, but I, I know there was intent. <laughs> he doesn't need to be anywhere near a button 
that has some sort of <laughs> missile attached to it. Good grief. He read his notes log. My God. Well, that's that's the story we got publicly. Privately, I do believe there are a lot of phone calls made to the speaker. The, 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 the people who've been working on this bill for a long time, and this bill has been in the works for three years, you know, some version of it, um, have been very careful. The, the, the people on the Senate side have been working with the people on the House side to say, hey, if we make this change, will you guys agree to it? If we do this, will you agree to it? And, and, and so the people who've been working on the bill had complete agreement on this stuff. Um, Speaker Moore, I, I don't know if he misspoke. I don't know if he, uh, you know, truly wants all of it rolled together. I, I'm not 100% sure on what happened, but, yes, his tune changed 180 from yesterday yeah. to today. Um, what he said today is that what he wants to see is, is casinos and VLTs, video lottery terminals, and, and maybe a gaming commission, all that stuff put together in one bill in the future. Gotcha. Um, but, but I can tell you that the sponsors of this bill, both in the House and the Senate and, and Republicans, you know, same party as Speaker Moore, were not happy to hear that the House is not going to concur and, and were up in arms very quickly about that. And so I think they, uh, they quickly reached out to the Speaker and said, no, 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 we've, we've worked on this too long to get it tied up with, uh, with everything else. So, Brian, this morning on uh, the morning program that I'm on with Henry Hinton, we took calls on this, right? And the overwhelming majority, nobody was against it. You know, people said, people had their concerns, but by and large, it seems like North Carolinians were, at least in our audience in the morning show, and that's a you know political talk station and show, they were for it. So uh, this, as you say, we're jumping in feet first with this, and uh, there is a lot of work to be done, but uh, this this seems like this is a true bipartisan piece of legislation that's going to appeal to a, a vast majority of North Carolinians, and even those that don't want to have anything to do with it don't seem like they have a problem with how you, me, or whoever spends their money. Yeah, you know, uh, Senator Berger made a, you know, the, the leader of the Senate, a Republican from Rockingham County, made, you know, he sort of couched it as a freedom, personal freedom thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, look, you know, there, there are lots of concerns about what this bill might do, and, and we think we put in the safeguards, adequate safeguards to deal with some of that, some of that, you know, gambling and gambling addiction and things like that. But at the end of the day, look, people should have the freedom to do what they want with their own money as long as they're not hurting anyone else. And um, that personal freedom argument seems to be winning out. The economic development argument seems to be seems to be winning out. You know, I think this is a huge win for the professional sports teams who have wanted this for a long time, right. who, who believe that this is a revenue stream that their rivals in, in these leagues have access to and they don't have access to. And so, um, you know, there's been a lot of arguments made uh, as for why this should happen. You know, once you get passports gambling into casinos, which are also being touted as economic development and, and BLTs, um, there's certainly moral arguments against that stuff. But I do think the argument of economic development, personal freedom, uh, giving people entertainment options is, is starting to win out in North Carolina. And you probably know better than me, but, but a decade ago, even five years ago, almost unthinkable to yeah. think that those arguments right. would win out over the moral objection. Right, absolutely. And, and the other thing I'll say is this. I like the idea of we're going to put these casinos or maybe uh, freestanding sports books, however it's, it winds up you know, coming about. I think of all the places in eastern North Carolina, and there are others, but I mean, what a shot in the arm economically this could be. I mean, they need to take that boondoggle at the Randy Parton Theater and make that a casino. I mean, that's what they need to do. And there you go. Yeah, Anson County, Nash County, Rocky Mount has, has been mentioned as a place where one of these 
okay. uh, entertainment districts or casinos might go. You, you've got to find a place that can draw a lot of population, you know, but is also struggling. So, you know, the, they're not going in Wake County. They're not going in Mecklenburg County. Right, right. I think, and, and, and I think important to know, Virginia has done this, um, and that's why there's a casino in Danville, Virginia now. But they also gave uh, the localities the chance to vote on it. So they didn't just say, hey, right, you're getting right. a casino, Danville. Start building now. They gave the locales uh, an opportunity to vote and say, yes, that is something we want. And so Senator Berger today expressed to me that, yes, that is something we would right. we think there should yeah, be an affirmation. Fine. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. I think anybody would be. Let me, let me ask you this really quick before we go. We appreciate the time. I know it's been a busy day for you. Uh, do you think the casino in Danville, the one in Portsmouth, but especially that one in Danville, do you think that that has caused this to kind of go in hyperdrive and look at having a casinos in North Carolina. No doubt. No doubt. That, that, you know, that is right in Senator Berger's backyard. I think they've seen what Virginia is doing by placing these strategically across the, the North Carolina border and have said, whoa, wait a second, we're going to lose a lot of money. Uh, yes, I, I, no doubt that Danville, and it comes up every time you talk about this issue, Speaker Morris raised it. Uh, Senator Berger's raised it. Other lawmakers I've talked to have raised Danville, Danville. Look what they're doing in Danville. Um, it comes up a lot. And I think, um, you know, not only from like taking money away, but like that, that could be an economic driver for Danville that may draw citizens to Danville to work and then maybe to live and, and to raise their families. So I think that there's a concern not only on the economic side, but, but population. You know, some of these counties across North Carolina are losing population. And certainly they don't want to lose more just across the border. Great stuff. Um, hey, thank you so much uh, for everything, Brian. Uh, how soon would this be signed into law by the governor or, or let the you know, become law? Yeah, he. well, I think he would sign it. I think he would host some kind of signing uh, ceremony for it. Uh, he would have 10 days after it passed the House okay. to sign it into law. So. Uh, sometime late next week or, or perhaps the, the week after, I think, uh, you know, it'll be signed into law, will become law, and then, and then we'll wait to see uh, how long it gets it takes the Lottery Commission to get it up and running. I mean, he'll probably have, like, some hurricane dignitaries, maybe some NASCAR people on hand. I mean, that would seem to make – Panthers, maybe. That would seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, NASCAR's been behind this. The PGA Tour's been behind this. Uh, obviously, all the professional teams have been behind it. I, I imagine you're right. Uh, Governor loves sports, so any opportunity – he would get to, to be surrounded by sports stars or, or club officials. I think you'd take yeah. it. It's obviously good for good politics as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Brian. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Patrick. You're looking at a big sports fan right here. Indeed you are. Uh, all right, so legalized sports gambling, uh, soon to become a thing in North Carolina. Uh, with more on that and with more on uh, everything else going on in the world of sports, let's go now to uh, Chris Cook. Cookie's got a 94-3 The Game sports update and Pirate Report. The Senate gave its final approval in a 37-11 vote to the House Bill 347 on Thursday. And House Speaker Tim Tim Moore told reporters that the House will agree to the changes made in the other chamber. The bill must also be signed by Governor Roy Cooper. The vote was 38 to 11 with broad bipartisan support. The measure would make online betting on college, professional, and Olympic sports, including horse racing, legal in the Tar Heel State. It would also allow in-person wagering 
at some sporting arenas. In addition, profits will be taxed at 18%. The bill is scheduled for one final procedural vote today before moving on to the House for consideration. The kickoff time for East Carolina's 2023 season opener at Michigan on September 2nd has been set for 12 noon and will be televised exclusively on Peacock. The American and its primary television partners also assigned start times for two other ECU games that were among its early broadcast selections. At Appalachian State on September 16th at 3.30 on ESPN Plus and against SMU on Thursday, October 12th at 7.30 on ESPN. Additionally, ECU's final home non-conference game against Garner Webb on September 23rd will be streamed on ESPN Plus beginning at 6 p.m. The NCAA Baseball Tournament Regional Round begins tomorrow. East Carolina will practice this morning in, in Charlottesville uh, in Charlottesville in advance of its NCAA regional game against third seed Oklahoma. First pitch set for 8 o'clock Friday night. Number one seed Wake Forest is set to open up play against George Mason and Winston-Salem. In other action, NC State will face Campbell in Columbia. Duke will challenge UNC Wilmington in Conway, North Carolina. Squares off against Iowa. Indiana and Charlotte play in Tennessee and Play, excuse me, and Charlotte plays Tennessee and Clemson. East Carolina sophomore Trey Savage has been selected as a 2023 Collegiate National Team roster invitee. The standout right-handed pitcher is the seventh pirate in program history to receive an invitation. Savage was named to the All-American Athletic Conference first team and enters the Charlottesville region with a 6-1 record and a 2.8 earned run average with 98 strikeouts and 21 walks. Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris happened to be in the right place at the right time this weekend as he helped save a child who was drowning in a Las Vegas pool. Morris was at the Encore Las Vegas with his family when he saw a young boy drowning in the hotel pool. According to Morris's wife, Nicole, who posted about the situation on her Instagram Wednesday, the three-year-old boy had no pulse when he was taken out of the pool by his father and brought over to a lifeguard. The NBA Finals begin tonight starting at 8.30 p.m. between the Miami Heat and the Nuggets. That game can be seen on a few different channels, including ESPN. And finally, the Panthers are continuing their second week of organized team activities. Carolina resumed OTA offseason workouts on Wednesday and has sessions today and tomorrow. The Panthers are gearing up towards their mandatory minicamp that begins on June 13th. They'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. This sports update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIO initiative directly supporting Pirate student-athletes. For info on how to donate, please visit teamboneyard.org. More of the Patrick Johnson Show with J.H. Rose head coach Ronald Vincent on the other side of this quick timeout right here on 94.3 The Game. The number one drive time sports show. The Patrick Johnson Show returns in minutes. 94.3 Have you noticed he's in his own little happy hour? We're back to the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the happy hour program. Here's the P-Man. North Carolina's all-time winningest baseball coach, even better person, our great friend, Ronald Vincent. RV is with us uh, here. Uh, RV, how are you? Uh, doing fine, Patrick. Ready for this weekend to get on and get over and uh, doing fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the Rampants are back for the second time in a third year playing in the state championship series. Uh, Rose winning their seventh state title uh, a couple of seasons ago. I think the weather's going to cooperate a little more this time around. Let's hope so. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Rose will be yeah. Rose will be in uh, Burlington at Burlington Athletic Stadium 
Friday night is game one of the best of three series at 8 o'clock, and we'll have the games for you, Croft, Massey, and company on uh, 103.7 WTIB, so all of Eastern North Carolina will be able to hear, uh, hear and follow along with the uh, Rampants. Well, uh, RV, congratulations. Awesome accomplishment for uh, this this team and this program, and uh, I know... Uh, you know, this is this is the worst part. The couple of days out, getting ready to to get out there and play ball. Yeah, you know, because we're used to playing baseball. You know, every other day, to, you know, two or three times a week, and now we've had eight days since we played last, and which is good. It's giving our guys a chance to heal up a little bit. You know, the bumps and bruises that you get in the course of a year. But uh, 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 we're ready. We're ready. It's time to go. It's time to play ball now. We've talked about your team a little bit uh, with you earlier in the season. Uh, Run through some of the guys again for us, RV, that have uh, you know been so good for you this year. Well, you know, it always starts with your pitching and catching, and, and our catcher Perry Evelyn has done such a good job. He bats first and catches, and he competes, and uh, 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 you know he's uh, really, really a very solid catcher. And, and then, you know, pitching uh, the big, the big three uh, have carried us pretty much. Uh, Andrew Wallen, uh, Jr., right-hander, has pitched very well. Uh, very well at Southern Lee the other night. We only faced 23 batters in seven innings. And then, uh, uh, Hugh Collins, left-hander, uh, who's pitched, uh, he's pitched the majority of, uh, with over a hundred strikeouts, majority of the games. And then, uh, uh, Davis Hathaway has come in to relief mostly, but he's, you know, got close to 40 innings in and, uh, really, really been sharp the last couple of times we brought him in. So, you know, starts with the pitching and catching and then the shortstop Alex is, Popovich is very good, and, and uh, second baseman Mitch Jones, and so you know he's strong at the middle, and you got you got pitches, those strikes, strong at the middle, you got a chance. Uh, it'll be Rose and Wes Henderson uh, Friday night, game one of the best of three series that'll be played uh, in uh, Burlington this year at the Burlington Athletic Stadium. If you can't make it up Friday night or on the Saturday games, or for any of them, uh, you can listen to it uh, beginning at eight o'clock on. Uh, WTIB with Croft Massey and company as they'll be bringing you uh, Rose Baseball here for what'll be uh, uh, the uh, uh, attempt at uh, winning an eight championship. Ari, how many times have you all been to the finals? I've, I've been. I wanted to find out uh, and ask you that. This, this will be the ninth time. We, okay. we came in second in eighty. It's eighty-seven. We came in. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Second, I, we were undefeated, undefeated going into the uh, championship round and got a couple kids. Couple of good players hurt right before we. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, anyhow, we lost that one in three games. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, look, I know uh, it, it's a remarkable accomplishment, and uh, you don't ever take these opportunities for granted. I know. No, no, it, 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 people don't realize. You know, people talk about yoga. It, it's really a difficult thing to do. Uh, you know, we have to go through. Uh, we've already played six games in the playoffs and, and uh, four of them are single elimination. There's, you know, single elimination, one bad inning does you, you're done. And uh, uh, we've been able to fight through. Uh, we've had that one bad inning, fought through it, and came back and won that game. So uh, it, it is it's quite an accomplishment. It's hard to get here. RV, how does this team compare to some of the other teams you've had that uh, have won championships or, or just have been really, really great? Uh, this team, this team is, is very, very similar to some of the great teams. You know, uh, we, we've got uh, uh, we kind of hit all the way through the batting order, which is a big deal. You know, you have to pick the, every batter we have. Uh, 
and then uh, our pitching is our pitching is good, and and like I said, uh, our catching and shortstop play is just phenomenal. So that that makes a big deal. And uh, but we're uh, we're pretty close. To, you know, this this is really good team, really good team. And uh, you know, I'm not sure if this goes up there with Tutu Moy and Monte Roundtree and that kind of <laughs> then Ryan Gordon and uh, uh, Will Brinson. You know, but. This team, the pitching is as good as, you know, about any time we ever play. So, yeah. Uh, West Henderson's making their first appearance uh, in the uh, state final and the state championship series. Uh, so uh, they are, uh, I believe I was looking this morning, I mean, they, they have similar win total to you. Actually, their first appearance since 1992, I'm, I'm seeing here, my, my mistake. But uh, their win total series is pretty close to yours. This is a uh, you know a program. Look, if if you get to this time of year, everybody's good. You're playing somebody who's really, really, really good, or really, really, really hot, or both. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're right. That you know all the other stuff. Uh, and, and baseball is such a strange game. You know, uh, as you know, we talk about this a lot. Uh, Patrick, you know, football. And, and you get into football players playoffs. You know, there's about uh, three or four teams in each. Bracket that's got to, he's going to make it through these three or four rounds of basketball. You know, eventually somebody might get hot early, but it uh, takes, uh, you, you know, you got really the best team usually winds up out there at the end. And, and baseball, it's a strange game, man. You can, you can be 12 and 12 and then get in the playoffs and, and, and win the thing. Uh, it's just crazy how baseball is different from everything else. RV, uh, when, when what's sort of the plan for the rest of today and uh, the plan for uh, you know tomorrow as far as uh, the team and, and will you travel back and forth between Friday and Saturday? Will you all stay up there? How does all that kind of lay out? Uh, today, today we're going we're going to take a lot of swings. We're going to do a lot of hitting today and, and uh, uh, get our uh, get our uh, get our swings down. Take a lot of ground balls and fly balls off the bat. And, you know, do that. And then, uh, tomorrow we'll leave about 2.30. Uh, we take, uh, bat practice at 16. We, we'll get up there and watch some of the Wake Forest, uh, TC Robertson game. And then, uh, uh, we will come back. We okay. will come back. Uh, it's, uh, after the game, we'll come back. Then we play at 2 o'clock Saturday. So we, you know, we'll leave 9.30, somewhere in that category, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, see. Uh, it's been my experience that these kids are a whole lot better off in the home in their own beds <laughs> than they are than they are in their hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about uh, uh, high school kids 30, in a hotel—they just lose their minds, don't they? That's it. <laughs> thirty some. We got thirty some on the team, and yeah, and you know, and then, whew, how to say, yeah, yeah. And and they're saying that now. You know, I, I, we're not, you know, like you said. Uh, the idea of thirty-some high school kids running yeah. around the yeah. hotel room, but look, these these guys are awesome people. These yeah, guys. oh no, no, yeah, yeah, but it's just, yeah. I, I think it's in every high, I think it's in every teenager's DNA. You you lose your mind they're, in a hotel. I think that's they're sixteen, they're sixteen and seventeen years old. <laughs> yeah, does the, on, does this sort of uh, keep you young still, RV, in many ways? Yes, it does. It does. You know, you hang around these young guys and you listen to what they say and the stuff and, you know, and, uh, um, it does, you know, it gives you 
something to go out there and, and, uh, and then, like I said, these guys are such good people. It's kind of fun to be around them. And then, uh, 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 and, but you know, it, the things have changed. Things have changed a great deal, but they still want, uh, these young guys still want it to be done right. They, they still want, uh, you know, the type of discipline, you know, where you have to be at practice. You have to be there every time. You've got to put your full effort out every time and, and, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, like I said, Things are different. Times have changed, but these people are still, like, you know, very good people. Very good people. The great Ronald Vincent is with us here. Rose and Wes Henderson in the uh, state championship series will have uh, coverage for you on WTIB uh, 8 o'clock on uh, Friday night. You can listen to the game and listen to all three games of the series. Should it go to three or at least uh, two, uh, you can shoot, tune into all of that. Hey, uh, RV with... Uh, you know, not to get all philosophical here, but uh, you, you know, you talked about things changing. At, at its core, are these are, are kids still the same, or, or is the way that maybe uh, they're they're educated and treated differently? That's the thing that's really changed. That that things have really changed. At the core, these guys are still really really good people. Just it hadn't changed that much. Uh, you know, there's a, a whole lot more things out there for them to get involved in. And social media is just. You know, you just have to be so careful and have to stay on them all the time about doing crazy stuff on social media. But, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, travel ball is such a big influence yeah. now. Yeah. And, and, uh, so, so, uh, it's, it's the thing that part's changed. The, the boys are still the same. And, and the, uh, the parental expectations are so out of whack. Yeah. So out of whack. And, and, uh, that's, I think that's the biggest thing that's, uh, you know, I look, I go to, you, you know, I go to Elm Street and go to watch Babe Ruth all the time in Elm Street. And I, I see these guys. You know, I realize there's, there's only one or two guys in the Southern League that's going to play Division One baseball. Right. And in Little League and all that stuff. And, uh, but you can't tell parents that they've, they've spent thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, in, in uh, trying to get this guy over hunting and, it's just, it's, that's, that's the part that's changed. It's not yeah. the kids. I can't believe we got this far in talking to you, and I hadn't brought this up, but I mean, how, Coach Jarman, our, uh, the great Marvin Jarman, how's <laughs> it? What's going on with Marvin here before this? I, Mar- Marvin, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He's uh, just like the rest of us. He's getting old. He says he's getting old and falling apart. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's really... He's really doing. He's really doing good. He's uh, really excited about this, and uh, he's, he's got his schedule figured out for the next two or three days. So. There you go. <laughs> that, that's we, we should all be so lucky. Hey, uh, re- really, really quick. Um, you, you talked about kind of your experience in these, you know, surrounding these things. Uh, what would be the thing you would tell the guys, if anything, just based on your experiences in the past? Well, you know, the same thing. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know, there's 450 high schools not practicing baseball now. So enjoy it. You know, there's only eight schools in state playing still practicing baseball. Enjoy the process. Enjoy everything you get to see and, and, and just relax and, and get after it. You know, it's, uh, uh, not, don't change anything we've done all year. Just do what we do. And, and, uh, and, and like I say, it's, 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 you, you, it's something you'll remember the rest of your life, so enjoy it. It's a great honor to get there, I know, and uh, we're rooting for the Rampants to uh, win 
and bring home another state title, be their second in three years. And uh, RV is uh, one of the real class acts, uh, a great friend. We've known him for years, and uh, we're always happy to see when the Rampants uh, uh, have great success on the diamond uh, at this level. Uh, so, RV, best of luck to you. Glad we are going to have coverage on radio, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Uh, thanks, Patrick, and, and uh, good luck to you and your broadcast. And, uh, <laughs> it'll be a good weekend. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Okay, thank you. Bye. For three, the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, big thanks to Ronald Vincent for being on with us uh, today. Always great to catch up with RV. Just one of my uh, favorite people. Uh, loves uh, loves Greenville, loves sports, loves the community, and uh, just uh, one of the good, good guys. I'm very excited uh, for Rose and RV this weekend. I hope uh, they're able to come away with uh, a uh, tournament uh, championship and a, uh, another state championship. That would be eight. That's just that's that's really remarkable stuff. Uh, Rose versus West Henderson, eight o'clock, one zero three seven WTIB on Friday night, and uh, we'll have the game for you on Saturday at two p.m. Uh, the if game would follow it, maybe five or eight. It just depends on if uh, the other series taking place in Burlington is extended uh, for three games as well. So uh, hopefully the Rampants, it'll take them a couple to wrap this up, but uh, West Henderson is a good uh, team. Coverage of the Rampants with Croft Massey and Jackson Searles is brought to you by Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center, Meridian Park Apartments, the Gavigan Agency, J.H. Rose Athletic Foundation, Wells Fargo Advisors in Greenville, Stadium Sports, law firm of Hardy, Massey, and Blodgett, Caraway Office Solutions, the Tire Realty Group, Dr. Brian Vinson and Dr. Trey Harris of Vinson Family Dental in Winterville and Pitt County Schools. Uh, thanks to all of those great uh, sponsors. Pilk will have more on that uh, for you tomorrow uh, as uh, the ref, Philip Pilkington, will be in on the uh, show. Uh, Cookie, anything uh, else that uh, we have uh, met, failed to mention? Of course, if you're, if you're late joining us here, uh, we had the... Uh, the deal where uh, the um, sports gambling is passed uh, the Senate, so it goes back to the House. They say they're going to uh, be a part of that as well uh, and uh, pass it through. There will not be any kind of, uh, or they will concur, I think is the term that they are using. So that will be the case. And uh, then it goes to the governor's uh, desk for signature. So uh, it is happening in uh in North Carolina, legalized mobile sports gaming and uh, placing a bet at uh, designated sports books. Al Pacino, we told you yesterday, oh, 83 cookie. Oh, I know exactly cookie. what you're going to say. <laughs> you know what he did? He, he had got his a 29-year-old. No, he did, yeah. that We had that yesterday. But he had his 29-year-old girlfriend take a paternity test. He didn't believe her. Oh, he didn't believe her. No. Wow. Hey, I respect it. I can respect that. No, he got a... Got to take care of yourself. Yep. Got to watch out for yourself. Uh, thanks to Cookie. Thanks to Clark Willis behind the scenes. Thanks also to uh, Ronald Vincent and Brian Murphy for being with us. I'll see you again on Monday back here on the PJ Show, uh, NFHS Baseball, the next couple of days, uh, and talk at the town tomorrow morning. Have a great evening. For over 100 years, the families at Bertie County Peanuts have been growing and selling peanuts. Much has changed since 1919, but quality is still...